You're listening to the Fuck Yeah Nation Network. Hello? Hey, uh, my name is Laura Levitz. Uh, is this Jason Fred Seagal? Uh, yeah, what do you want? Uh, well, my, my son is turning six. He's epileptic, and we want to really do something special for him. I hear you're an amazing impressionist, and, and he loves Star Wars. Would you be able to do a voicemail for him, like wish him a happy birthday as Jabba the Hutt? That's his favorite character. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. You're going to pay me? Oh, yes, Mr. Seagal. I mean, I was, I was wondering if you could do your, your Jabba impression right now for me. Sure. Uh, just give me a second. Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh, you sound just like him. just the sound from from the movie uh no uh can you paypal me now well uh yeah sure but i'm sorry i can can you try saying this is java i i can just picture it now happy birthday billy may the force be with you love you always java uh okay yeah that's, that's kind of retarded but sure uh excuse me okay yeah i'll say that Uh, are you you going to the bathroom? No, no, that's Java talking to Spock. Uh, okay. Well, um, can can you do any uh, other voices from Star Wars? Yeah, hold on. like a war is is he's not gonna like that he's epileptic but that may cause him to seizure uh well keep him awake well excuse me well you're gonna pay me for the call at all uh you're kind of wasting my time i could be jacking off but i'm listening to your bullshit okay well that's it i'm gonna yelp about you God, you you still shitting? What in the hell did you eat? This is disgusting. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson. Comedian, musician, theme park confologist, all I do. Hey, howdy. Hi, everybody. You guys full from your holiday dinners? 
and uh, all that COVID you've obtained? Let's hope not. Uh, I'm starting to feel a lot better uh, myself from recovering from the novel Coronavirus COVID-19, which is not a Michael Crichton novel. It is a virus. Uh, And thank Zeus I'm alive (laughs) to talk about theme parks and life once again. Uh, We have a muy great guest today on the show, Jackson Banks. This fella is multi-talented. He's a comedian, a musician, directs music videos, does these hilarious sketches on Instagram. I mean, he can rap. He's just got a lot of talent in that scraggly head of hair. A very funny guy. I first saw him at this show in L.A. called the Comedian Cinema Club, where a bunch of comedians reenact movies. And uh, sometimes they're movies they literally can't remember or like saw for the first time that week. So it's a super funny, great show. Uh, the great Eric Lampere started in the UK, and his crew out here are made up of some really hilarious up-and-coming comics in LA. And uh, the first time I saw Jackson, he played Sally in their Nightmare Before Christmas. It was so damn funny because um, this is the first time I've like sat down and really talked to Jackson. We got all over the map, you know. We, uh, but that's good because you guys. In a way, uh, it's a good way for me to get to know him and you guys to get to know him. So we, of course, talk theme parks in Utah, where he grew up, to traffic, to being psychotic, and to Star Wars movies and rides. This show is about theme parks and life, and this one's got a lot of both of those categories. So comedian-slash-demon James Demon also sits in on some of the interview. Uh, and stay tuned for the end of the show where we got a sneak peek at the Annie Flag Patreon episode, which is super fun, where we talk a lot about Castle Park, a local Riverside neighborhood amusement park I grew up going to, and uh, she worked at for a time. So there's a lot of fun butt-humping stuff ahead, guys. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to go to my favorite segment, your favorite segment, your theme park memories. Enjoy. Theme park memories. Hey, my name's Humphrey Hill McGillicuddy. Uh, my favorite ride is definitely the roller coaster. I like the twists and turns that it takes you on. And, uh, you know, Robert, I think that you should definitely contact uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, we've got some uh, problems with you. You've made a few Mormon jokes on the show. And uh, we'd like to have Elder, uh, Elder Bam Bam McGillicuddy, uh, which is my nephew. Uh, he is a, he's a triathlon uh, expert, and he's really buff. Uh, we'd like to have him punch you in the in the balls because you're real real funny, Al. So go fuck yourself and uh, Feliz Navidad. Theme park memories. I'll never forget being eight years old, getting off a of Pirates of the Caribbean with my father, and he whispers to himself, "Well, it's official. Bags have finally taken over." I think the year was 1992. It's a beautiful moment. Theme park memories. Hi, um, so I have a few, uh, gripes, um, maybe just one gripe, this is a main gripe, and I've taken a lot of slack lately, um, because I'm a victim, and I've been marginalized and victimized many times in my life, and in so many ways, and it's, it's, it's very unfair, because it's, it really makes it very hard to, to, to be taken seriously in our society that is run by the evil male patriarchy. Now, I am a man, and, uh, I don't like to identify as anything, though, because I don't want to offend anybody. And also, I am white, but I also feel very guilty about it. And 
So I thought how I could work through this guilt was going to go into Disneyland. Which you know, I raised the money through my GoFundMe for charity. I spread the good, good word. That's why I have the pass to go to Disneyland. But I thought I would go to the Star Wars uh, Jedi training. And Jackson Bank was there. And he got... We both raised our hands. He got... He, he got picked to do the training, Jedi training ceremony. And this might not seem like a lot to some, and maybe maybe I can understand that you would be thinking that I shouldn't be picking this hill to die on, but I'm always such a victim, and this is just yet another example of me being a victim. Should I, should I, should I just ignore the suffering that I go through just because Ethiopia is going through a civil war and people are being murdered in the streets? Does that mean that my not getting picked to be a Jedi training student is not a priority? As a social justice warrior, should that not be fixed in the world that I live in? My suffering is equal to that of an Ethiopian child that is murdered. So why, why did Jackson not stand up and make a little rap about how I should have been the one chosen to be a Jedi training example in front of all the other people. I should have been up there. I, me, Terry, should have been up there. So when you see Jackson, you can tell him to bank on the fact that I'm taking him down. I'm going to call Jackson Dorsey of Twitter and have his account canceled. So you can wrap it up. Like, wrap up the thing he was going to say. Not, not do a rap. He can't do raps anymore. Not if I have anything to say about it. Thank you for hearing me out on this episode. I know I've complained a couple times, but I, I feel that it's very important that I speak up for the marginalized people that don't get picked when they raise their hand. At a amusement park. Thank you. Thank you for hearing me out. I feel very supported. This, this podcast is definitely a safe space. Robert Land is a safe space for people that have been marginalized. Theme Park Memories. A brand new coffee is about to assault the market. War Crime Coffee. The only brand of coffee that violates protocols of the Geneva Convention. Half the beans are grown in Ecuador, and the other half are grown along regions under border dispute. If you're a little bitch ass, don't even try this coffee. Its woodsy aroma with a subtle scent of chemical nerve agents will make you instantly shit your pants. 10% of the proceeds from every bag sold go straight into the pockets of Central Asian dictators. The rest, we donate to Dick Cheney. War Crime Coffee. Get in the back of the truck and have a cup. War Crime Coffee is currently banned in the United States, the United Kingdom, the European Union, and pretty much anywhere else that gives a shit about international law. War Crime Coffee. One sip, and it'll illegally occupy and annex your insides. Available now for purchase only if you've got Bitcoin. Get that dark roast on the dark web. This is a classic theme park minute with Zach Hillman. One of the odder Walt Disney World facts is how many people wish to have their ashes scattered around the park. It's such a common phenomenon that Disney World has cleaning protocols in place and employees designated to this specific task. And they are by far the most magical hazmat squad on earth. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here I am with me and Jackson Banks. Banks. 
All right, what's up, Jackson? Welcome to Hello, not my house. How's it going, man? It's going pretty good. It was a, a journey getting here, you know. Yeah, you, you took the bus. Yeah, I took the bus. You got to leave yourself about two hours. Yeah, you know, it's a feature length, and the adventures you go on, it is. You could write a feature length film about any ride on the bus or the subway. That's true. There's a there's a lot of characters in Los Angeles, and uh, during a pandemic, I haven't did done any uh, public transportation. Was there any uh, funny <laughs> things on the bus? Um, you know, it used to be funny. It used to be silly, and there would be eccentric characters. But now it's just uh, just sad. Yeah. And, uh, feels more dangerous uh i would say um you know i think that's my plan b is becoming god king of the subway (laughs) i like that yeah yeah that's great everyone's leaving la and i I say us freaks just stay behind and take it over and make la a (laughs) defunct fucking theme park ride oh that's amazing that does sound like i could see that all the street performers just yeah, like SpongeBob is going to be the mayor of yeah. Fairfax. Or <laughs> Why not bend them to your will? You know, they do what I tell them. <laughs> I love that. Will you, will you have like a Burger King crown? or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be Burger King. I'll operate from the shadows. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so what did you uh, did you take public transportation before that? I, I got my driver's license at 30. Uh, yeah. 29 years old. I'm a, so I'm a, a giant fetus when it comes to driving. It's been a couple of years, but, uh, what took you so long? I don't, you know, uh, I was in a car accident when I was like 18. And so it kind of, it, it sounds ridiculous, but I kind of used that as an excuse to be lazy and like take and just, you know, I had but girlfriends it, or whatever that would drive, but did it really like shake you up? It did. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know what it was, but I, I felt like, Oh, okay. Well, if that could happen, that that could happen to me behind the wheel, and it wasn't even me driving. That's what. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't want to be responsible. You exactly. Know? I think that's it. I think I was running away from that. Like that's probably why I didn't drink for forever. Everyone's always like, "Are you Mormon or what's your yeah, problem?" I, I mean, drinking and driving both just <laughs> separate from each other. You're not missing much. Yeah. I don't think. That's what I hear, man. Yeah. You, you don't drink still. Uh, very rarely. Yeah, Me yeah. Too. I drank a little. Well, I was on a, <laughs> I was on a bit of a date, <laughs> so I maybe had a couple of beers and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it didn't help. It just made me sluggish and get that first buzz. It hits you and you're like, "This is fun," and then it passes and you just get really bummed out. That's uh, me though. I'm a weed guy. Yeah. I like weed. I like shrooms. I like LSD. Yeah. Uh, but I, the depressants, they're not, they're not my bag. And yeah. driving, I mean, have you ever been on the freeway? Yes. yes psychotic. Yes. Yeah, it it's is. It's a psychotic invention. Yeah, it is terrifying. It's like maybe we just streamline all the cars <laughs> at top speed within inches of each other. God. Yeah. Who thought of that? Was that the dude from New York, Roger, whatever that everyone hates? I forgot. I forgot what that dude's name is, but yeah. either way, he's a son of a bitch. And I agree with you. Freeways are fucking yeah, they're a so nightmare. Hard. It's designed like that's, it's built into the design that like, well, of course there will be accidents on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas the train, if there's an accident on the train, it's like catastrophic. It's not meant to have accidents. Whereas the freeway, that's just something that's going to happen. Because it's a psychotic invention. Yeah, that's crazy. If we got rid of cars, we'd be, we'd be golden. If we could just ditch the cars, we wouldn't be in the climate crisis. That's the true. Fracking. The, uh, 
agriculture too. Yeah. You know, all the all the cows grouped together, all those animals. Yeah. A lot Is of it, uh what's the word? Greenhouse gas? Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's no good. I, you you hear that they're going to no pass good. that and uh uh the uh, Gavin Newsom said something like what in 2036 I think California they're going to try to not have uh gas uh, oh, they're all going to do the, uh, the electronic cars, like the yeah, yeah. 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 That's, Which that's going to be a little too little, too late. Twenty thirty six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about right fucking now? We can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's a. It's a. Yeah. Like Devo was completely right. I think. Uh, what, about, what, what was their philosophy? I haven't done super deep into Devo. Like, uh, you know, that we're all, we're, the people are de-evolving, <laughs> that they're... Uh, oh, uh, Devo is short for devolving. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it gets a little a little silly, though, a little, little because it's not, I, I do believe that there's, because right now we're talking about fucking envi- the environment, and we're, you know, we are born probably after those records are made, or maybe, you know, so I, I think there's people that want to do the right thing. It's just the majority of human beings uh, don't. <laughs> it's, it's, all. it's more that they're not really given uh, any choice. If they yeah. want to live their life and enjoy it, they have to participate in the murder of uh, the entire species, which I think is reasonable. You know, <laughs> I I live my life. I drive my car. I get uh, laid here and there. And if that means that my children burn to death the moment they're born, that's cool with me, dog, as long as I can get it in. Oh you know, yeah, that, I gotta drive that car. <laughs> that sounds like a Joe Walsh song. I could drive my car as long as I can get it in. <laughs> Man, I'll doom my species too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're done. I think we got about a hundred years left on Earth. Uh, Is that what but, they say? Is that the the what the brainiacs say? Like in a in a hundred years, the the world it's might a little hot. Yeah, a little hot. You know, that's true. A hot. It's like um, snowing in Florida. A lot of strange things. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I've, I've basically lost all faith in humanity, and that includes me. You know, <laughs> I. It's just we're too self-involved. But now we've built a system where you need to do more than care about just everything that's immediately around you. There's all these global consequences for how we buy and how we eat and how we dress, and you know what I mean. And we were, we're our brains are not ready for for that yeah yeah because in olden times you just you know there was your circle of people and that's who you saw and you had your clothes and and there wasn't this mass machine that you were supporting by there wasn't urban outfitters yet yeah yeah there wasn't there were there wasn't like i guess there was always slavery so there was always like a moral uh you know a moral bankruptcy to your luxury yeah but I mean, I mean, maybe that's just what it is. I, there just has to be a price. Yeah. Paid. So maybe the only way to live morally is to go in the woods. Yeah. yeah. I heard about that guy. There's a documentary about the guy that went and tried to live like out of, uh, he, what was it? It was like, uh, it was, it was like a Chaz zone almost where it was like not, um, it was like maybe it was native American property. I don't know, but it was a dude that didn't want to, go along with laws and uh i forget what it was called but it was like no man's land or something yeah. it was about this guy just wanted to live off the grid and not do anything let me guess they killed him immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah i i don't know what happened to him um but there's a documentary on, i gotta remember what that is but yeah i mean i admire that it's just that that's the thing it takes i mean all of us would have to agree I, everything is 
is is bullshit really like it's all like we could do whatever the, the world, that's a scary thing the world is chaos you know there's nothing that's mm-hmm. stop it's just we're we're playing along with it um but yeah. uh like I, right now you know i could just wear uh a potato sack over my balls and you know call myself Susie if I want to because it's whatever that's me that's I'm alive for you right now <laughs> thank you if I think that's I'm what gonna, you want to do I don't know they just I've always wanted to do that man I saw in Little Rascals a kid was wearing like a potato sack I mean, that just over looks, his balls buckwheat <laughs> yeah I think running it was around yeah yeah <laughs> potato sack on his yeah is why buckwheat is a male or female I think when they started the Buckwheat character, and this is sad that I know all this, but I think it was a female, and then they like switched it up to a, a male. Yeah, so it was a girl at first. What? I wonder what the logic was there. I don't know. Um, we, don't, we don't want to encourage these young people to mix seed with a, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Hal Roach was up to something. Dark rascals. Because <laughs> there's one girl, right? There's the girl. The da- I think Darla. Darla. Yeah. That it, that Alfalfa has a clear. His hair is clearly yeah. his, his metaphor for his erection for Darla. Yeah. Do you think he's stuck it in like the hair? <laughs> I'm sure he's experimented with that hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, make buckwheat male. <laughs> then, then they would be able to be. He's less sympathetic when he labors for for the rest of the children. <laughs> No, I, yeah, dude, that is that is funny to think about what, yeah, the thought processes was behind fucking yeah our gang because it's it's pretty nuts looking back at those those old movies and short films and I mean uh, some of them are terrifying. Uh, have you seen like the original Wizard of Oz? Uh, like the silent film, it's fucking. It is oh, they, so. There's an original that's a silent film. Yeah, it's a silent film, and it, like I think Frank L. Baum or Lip Baum, whatever his name was, he was like alive for it, and uh, and like I, I think there's blackface, of course. Yeah, you yeah, can't the, go without that's the Munchkins, right? Yeah. They're all black. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm like, please let us serve you, Dorothy. <laughs> Your luxury is our pleasure. Right? Yeah, yeah. What it was? I think so. Yeah, I think it was all like indentured servant munchkins. It's and Dorothy was like, "Do as you do as I say. <laughs> you do as I tell you." <laughs> yeah. Then the KKK come in and save the day in all of Oz. <laughs> um, of course, yeah. Birth of a Nation too. Wizard yeah. of Oz. <laughs> yeah. I I love that. That was that's so fucked. That was like the first blockbuster. I think was Birth of a Nation. And if, if you find old reviews of it, it has nothing. None of them are like, this is upsetting that this is about this, you know, yeah, hate group. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all like, wow, what a cinematic achievement. These <laughs> what heroes yeah, in this wild. motion picture, especially when it's about chasing down Lincoln. It's the first historical revisionist. Uh, oh, what's up, dude? You can, you can sit on in here. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, good evening, sir. Um, man. Yeah, that's crazy. So it was the first revision history revisionist film. I, I didn't even so, know that they chased down Lincoln because Tarantino's known, you know, obviously yeah. for. Yeah, that, that's been his thing for his last like four movies. As he yes, history. It's like I didn't, I didn't realize that Birth of a Nation was the first one to do it because they the the Klan shows up and wins uh, the Civil War. Yeah. Um, you know, like Avengers Endgame, they alter time. <laughs> um, and they chase down Lincoln, and Lincoln is in blackface being like, I'm just a darkie. Really? Kill me. Yeah, that's the end. Oh and then they actually, they make Lincoln dig his own grave. Wow. Something like that. He's like in a grave, like in blackface, begging for his life. 
Holy oh, shit. Wow, what a cinematic achievement. <laughs> yeah. What? I never liked that, Lincoln. Yeah, what? that's that's crazy. I didn't know that. I never, because it's like literally three hours long. Like all those silent films. I don't know yeah. who could sit through that, but I guess then it was. A racist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I just up. can't get enough of this. Uh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, is. I'm sure it's a great, uh, I'm sure it's a great flick, but yeah, it's also, it's very, uh, it feels like you're watching Lord of the Rings, but the people in blackface are like the orcs. Oh, okay. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty unsettling. Yeah. That's very dehuman. I mean, I, I laugh cause it's absolutely absurd. And of course they would go to that length. And that Peter Jackson, did you know that every orc, uh, in those films, every goblin is a black person. He would only cast people of color as the goblins and the orcs. What, what was what was that about? I'm, I'm fucking with you. Okay, it's like oh shit. I knew that. <laughs> I fell for it. Though. I'm like what, oh. Where are the black people in that movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's very. Sounds like an H.P. Lovecraft uh, point of view or, or <laughs> decision. Uh, is that that Lovecraft country? Is it pretty? Uh, what's that all about? Did you watch it? I, I I am watching it right now. Yeah, it's it's crazy because they've been trying to do Lovecraft like. Someone has been trying to make like a, a a big adaptation of Lovecraft stuff for forever. I mean, they had like yeah. those B movies, like I mean, Reanimator. I mean, the, thing is, the thing is pretty. Is that a Lovecraft one? I I don't know that it's. Uh, we better pull this up. I don't think it's based on Lovecraft, but it it might be. I feel like it might have been it's very similar. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe with Stephen. King, no, no, because it's old. It was like way old. It could have been. Yeah, I know Del Toro is supposed to do a uh, Lovecraft movie, but Lovecraft the movie. It looked pretty terrifying. That trailer. Where is it? Let's see. Based on John W. Campbell Jr. novella. Who goes there? Yeah. It's not craft, but oh, okay. it's Lovecrafty in because of the freak show that it is. Yeah. Yeah, Over tentacles, you know. Yeah, tentacle porn. I, I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, tentacle <laughs> porn. That's what Lovecraft really wanted before he, his deathbed. If you find the old manuscripts, uh, he describes a young Japanese girl being penetrated by an octopus. <laughs> wow, I could see that. I mean, Cthulhu. That guy was like, yeah, yeah. he loved young Japanese girls. Cthulhu. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I think, I think Lovecraft definitely had some fetishes. He was a very strange guy. He had like, didn't he have like Crohn's disease and had like an inverted penis? Probably like, there's something about him that was very. He was just like upset all the time, you know. Lovecraft is that <laughs> yeah. why he wrote about weird tentacle stuff? Because that's yeah. what his dick looked like. <laughs> Probably, yeah. There's, uh, yeah. I think Lovecraft. They're supposed to do a uh, big budget. Guillermo del Toro was going to direct it. James Cameron was going to produce it. Tom Cruise is attached. And it was Mountains of Madness. And then uh, Prometheus came out, and they said, "Oh, this is." This is too close to Prometheus. That's what the studios, I guess, told uh, Del Toro, which is strange. I don't yeah, this understand. Yeah, sci-fi film is too similar to yeah, studios, a prequel to Aliens. You know, yeah. studio of, uh, studios have always been known to make really insightful decisions <laughs> yeah. about filmmaking. You can always trust the studio to know what they're doing. It's like, people that don't make art that are like trying to market it and chill it, and they're and they're completely ruled by fear. And will only make decisions based on what's already, you know, they only bet on a horse that's already won. Yeah. Like they're worms. They're worm people. They're yeah. mole people. <laughs> I, they're, I, they're freakish. Uh, 
Yeah, thank God I can just funnel my videos onto YouTube and make no money. <laughs> Never have to work with the money men because yeah. the money men are just fucking, they're psychotic. Yeah, like that guy, John Peters, the producer that did all this big, like... He was uh, the, he's the spider guy. The spider guy. He's the guy that produced Wild Wild West. We need it. We need a spider. Yeah, they just get on weird. Or you wanted chimps playing baseball. Like this is it's just bizarre batshit ideas that I mean. Well, that guy seemed particularly like he definitely had a creative itch. Yeah, at least yeah, there's something. The talent to, but he he needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had something there that he wanted to get out, but yeah, it might have been. Like, yeah, it seemed like he had a creative itch, but he didn't have like the talent or the know-how to. So he wanted to get some young filmmakers <laughs> to make a giant spider for him. Yeah, yeah, which is that's admirable, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Well, so I, you know, I've I remember I, I think I first saw you perform uh, on the Comedian Cinema Club show, yeah, which yeah. is such a like fantastic i thought that show was fucking great it was at um is a dynasty typewriter i yeah. think oh, which yeah. was a killer it was a nightmare before christmas show last year oh man and it feels like eons so long ago. yeah and well i guess that that was kind of a while ago that was like that's going on two years because oh, okay because if it was a dynasty typewriter show that was 2018 oh, okay yeah probably then yeah then, just, damn yeah, oh, wow. I didn't know you were at that show. Yeah, well, I went with because Evan was on it, and I, you know, obviously I knew Kevin Tinkin and Evan, and then uh, I'd never seen the show, but I'd heard about it. Evan had told me about it. I'm like, oh, that sounds fucking great. But like, it's awesome because it's mainly people. It's mainly comics like doing improv and reenacting mm-hmm. these movies. Best to their not. I guess sometimes you would you guys watch the movie like that week or something. Like, was there any yeah, we, we prep were for fresh. that? Like the last minute, we'd like sometimes we'd watch the movie like that day. Yeah, that's so <laughs> and, and like, funny. Yeah, and yeah, I think like uh, yeah, Bruce hosted that one because you usually have like a host, right? And then everyone acted out. And yeah, the, I think Bruce was the host because we couldn't get. Uh, yeah, he was the narrator because we couldn't get Baldinger for some oh, reason. Okay. He would always play the piano and be like, "And now our characters." In that's scene so great. Two. Yeah, that's probably the show I missed the most. It was uh, really pandemic unique. Like it was I, so fun. Yeah, I had a I had a blast, man. That was so cool. I, like because Lampere started it right in 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 the UK mm-hmm. and brought it here. Yeah. What was like? Because uh, this I don't know. I fucking love that show. I'm like that show. I I wish it was. Uh, I mean, it was it was pretty consistent, right, for a while. Yeah, we. I mean, there was rarely at least one show. Sure. Uh, there's one show I remember not really going well. We did Top Gun and it just like wasn't very well attended. <laughs> oh, okay. But pretty much every other show we we delivered the goods. We yeah. toured. We went to Boise. My oh, mother nice. watched me in a dress, cowgirling my roommate. <laughs> um, she she wanted to come. I told her maybe she want to sit this one out. She yeah. She insisted that she come. So she has no right to be disappointed in me. Um, I think I saw you cowgirl uh, Tinkin too. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I I, I kind of got typecast as like the sexy lady, and I would cowgirl and blow and uh, <laughs> you know Eiffel Tower all in the name of comedy. I would get ramrodded and railed and ripped down and back and forth and. It's very uh, Judy Garland of you. Yeah, very, yeah. I, all in the name of yeah. They 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 would slap me. I'd say you get back on that stage and you blow Tinkin right now, <laughs> and I did it. 
he would always get weirded out because I'd be like, all right, Tank, and for this scene, I'm going to like try and take your clothes off. And he'd, oh, I'd push I, him to his limits in the name of art, in the name of free expression. I would try and blow him. Yeah. But, um, yeah. He, was, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to oh. brown bunny hit. He wasn't going to do yeah, the yeah, Vincent yeah. Gallo and yeah. have an actual blow job, uh, <laughs> take yeah, place. Yeah. My, uh, I'm Eskimo brothers with, uh, Vincent Gallo. Oh, wow. So I shouldn't say, maybe you want to bleep that. Okay. My, my ex is his ex. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dated a girl who dated Vincent Gallo. Maybe I should oh, say wow. that. I dated, a, maybe bleep that. Okay. Bleep all except I dated a girl who dated Vincent Gallo. Okay. <laughs> oh, I will. I remember, that's great, though. That's that, Yeah, and that messed with me. My, my buddy, it messed with my head. Because my buddy would be like, oh, he's an older guy, so that's 30 years of fucking, he's got a selfie, you don't got. And it, uh, yeah, twisted the mind right up, broke the spirit, ripped the heart in two. That wasn't what caused the breakup, but that was one of the things where it started to get in my head. Yeah. She liked these older men. Uh, and that that's fine if you want to date the older men, but don't drag me into you know your yeah. sick game when you realize that i'm not father material yeah grand, don't grandpa. torture me for not being father material <laughs> grandpa jackie oh yeah 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 fuck it <laughs> if she hears it she hears it who cares <laughs> well i don't know man it's it's a part of life things happen situations uh are, are funny man i'd make a great sitcom is there a sitcom eskimo brothers I es- eskimo i i unite my eskimo brothers to murder <laughs> it's kind of the reverse of Scott Pilgrim, where I we I, oh. I gather the the Eskimo brothers to to get revenge on this woman who broke all our hearts, dude. That's kind of like John Tucker must die. Oh, is that what that is? John Tucker yeah, must yeah, die. Yeah, they did this legion of women. They're like, we're gonna get him because he used us for sex. And it's like, well, you're a vapid sex object. What did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> hey, I'm kidding around. Hey guys, it's um, comedy. It's, hey, comedy. it's comedy. What's going I on? I don't have issues with women. <laughs> um, I mean, that film has like a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, John Tucker. Universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Man, so... You need to watch it, but I mean... That's, I, yeah. It's pretty... Anything below like 50, you're probably... It's probably not going to be good, unless it's Machete Kills. Oh, is it the sequel? Fun. Yeah, Machete 2. Yeah. That movie rocks. Yeah, I love that one. People didn't like Machete 2. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, I love so that. Funny. Yeah, it's weird, man. There's a, there's definitely a, a very sheep uh, like mentality to a lot of things because there's things that are like, you know, Nicolas Cage. People are like, oh, the, he's just he's he's crazy. He's dog shit. I mean, he is a crazy person. But if you cast him correctly, it can be great. Like Bad Lieutenant, the yeah, Werner yeah. Herzog. He was so that was yeah. Play have him play an insane person, and it's yeah, and you're beautiful good. adaptation. Yeah. Adaptation. Yeah, I mean. Um, what what else is he in? Raising That's Arizona. Really, yeah, Raising Arizona. Yeah. Oh, Wild at Heart. Sorry. Oh my yeah, David Lynch. Ever. Dude, yeah. I haven't seen that one. I bought it. I Dude, love David Lynch. Watch it, man. I got it, and it was like Region Two, the British fucking Blu-ray shit. Yeah, I oh, yeah. Oh, it's like this doesn't play on a North American Blu-ray player. It's, no, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah, and so, yeah, why just would build it? the hardware and make twice as much <laughs> of it? Yeah, is I, that what the deal is with that? I don't even know what that is. It Why? didn't work, right? It didn't. Re- region two. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that movie has a weird. Uh, it's hard to stream right now. It's hard to buy. Yeah. But and it, I, I'm guessing it's a distributor issue. I don't think it's a content issue because there's nothing in Wild at Heart that's more hardcore than like Blue Velvet. 
Oh yeah, or it is hardcore, wild at heart. But it's one of it's like the perfect blend of like campy, cartoony shit and the most hardcore, disturbing. I know. love that. Yeah, yeah, I love it's that. It's great. It's very underrated. It's yeah. my favorite Lynch movie. Well, I'm wearing a Napalm Death shirt and a Disneyland shirt, so I definitely I love cute and you know, uh, death. That's Napalm Death. That's a band. Yeah, they're like a. That sounds tight. British. They're they're grindcore. They're like the adventures of grindcore but they start as like a british anarchoi like uh crass like they're just like anarchists like in uk and then for some reason they like gave birth to death metal it's kind of weird but uh, wait what era was this this is like in the the 80s like they used to open for disc like crass and all that and then they kind of evolved into heavier but yeah no dude their their record scum it's incredible it's like it's super bare bones it sounds like it was recorded in a fucking you know shoe and it's <laughs> it's shoe. but it's great though because it's like i had no idea i didn't connect the dots like that a lot of death metal like um carcass and a lot of those like big uh, british death metal bands they were like punk rock kids so a lot of them are like vegan and that's why they kind of talk a lot about socio-political stuff not just like you know, the devil yeah. will fuck you up to butt or, you know, which is a, also <laughs> yeah, yeah. a rad song that I hope James Demon has heard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, we got Satan in here. As yeah, well. I know, dude. Th- thanks, James, for. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we go. <laughs> dude. So, th- yeah, it's it's man, we could go on and on about art and, and things. Uh, I, yeah. See, I, I think. What I was getting at though is like there's something that you can find like there's stuff that is complete like just infantile derivative whatever but mm-hmm. I there's something that I could like about it you know like there's something that I could find that I enjoy for some people it's hard for them to grasp but it's like especially if you just love something enough like you're gonna be interested in like like horror movies is a genre that no matter what I could w- sit through I don't know what it is like a bad drama fucking kill me oh, but like yeah. a bad horror movie it's fun you know yeah yeah there's there's something about the aesthetic of horror that like bad is good like yeah, the yeah, effects yeah. are bad and like but yeah bad drama that the, there's there's a there's a visual what would be the explanation for that? I mean, th- yeah, a bad movie that has visual ambition is, is more fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. a bad drama, they're just blowing people talking. Like yeah, yeah, a bad horror movie, they're blowing a head getting chopped off, and they're blowing <laughs> blood spurts, and they're blowing, you know, it's yeah, it's not scary, whatever. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah horror is the one genre I struggle with because I'm so squeamish. Oh, yeah. Horror is the one genre that's honest about I think death where it's like, you know, innocent people also get butchered and have totally meaningless deaths, you know, and I always struggle with that. Yeah. I, I like, I like the thematic where like every, every death, I, I, li- I like the art house stuff, you know, yeah. where every death is like a, a set piece and it has like this big grand meaning. You did, know? did you see, uh, God fuck the guy that did, um, what Rumspringer or whatever that movie Rumspringhead. was. Rumspringhead. Uh, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, uh, that, that that really intense emotionally. Oddhouse. Like Rumspringer. <laughs> yeah, Rumspringer. I forget what it's called. Oh God, what's the that horror movie that's pretty? Uh, he- it's not heady, but it's uh, the one where the girl has like a cleft face and she gets. Oh, her- Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, that movie yeah. is fucked. I don't know. Head. Did you see Hereditary, James Demon? No. Yeah, no, that, I. Dude. Hereditary. Yeah, that, that finally made me understand horror because it was like a psychological. Yeah, and it's about grief, basically. It's about how hardcore grieving is. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie fucked me in the head. Uh, I yeah. saw uh, Midsommar as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's Rumspringer for me. <laughs> no, 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 Ari asked her. His name's not Rumspringer. Oh, I well, I didn't see the movie. I'm just referring to it as a Rumspringer because I know it's some sort of uh, uh, a genre. A, a, I think it's a. Isn't that like a? Isn't that like a Kager that like? Um, I don't know. Uh, Amish people. Amish people do it. Yes. Experience technology for the first time. That's oh, a, that's what Rumspringer is. Is that where they get? Uh, you're talking. You're. Are you? You're thinking that Rumspringer is Midsommar. Yeah, Midsommar. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that would be funny. A horror movie called Rumspringer sounds awesome. Like Amish people just slaughtering on, on the streets. <laughs> yeah. We should make that. Do, oh, dude. Yes, Amish horror. Yeah, I know. Rum. It's Rumspringer. I want to do on a <laughs> n- knife. I thought a, a, I always want to do a Pizza Man horror movie because I don't think that's been done. Like just to you know, out of all those, Love that. just yeah. throw away like generic kind of. And he delivers the the chopped up people as the ingredients and watches oh. them eat it, and then he reveals the truth and then chops them up or whatever. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can have Nick Cage play uh, the, the pizza, pizza boy, man. <laughs> pizza man, pizza yeah. time. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. that would be it, sick. Yeah, that would be so great. Yeah, it's it is kind of funny though because there is some depth to horror movies like that you didn't. Oh yeah, like uh, you, sometimes it's reactionary. Like there was uh, uh, you know, Night Living Dead. There's like a lot of like social commentary. Yeah, the lead is like Af- he's a black dude and he's like you know the end of the movie. Uh, spoiler: it is killed when he's like the he's an innocent living man. And yeah, it's it's all the, it was. Yeah, the, yeah, they show up and just waste him. Yeah, it was a it was a civil rights movement. So there's that, and then uh, Texas Chance of Massacre was kind of like a response to Vietnam. And what's nuts yeah. about Texas Chance of Massacre is you think of it as this like brutal movie with like blood and stuff, but there's there really isn't blood or gore. It's just such an intense movie that you feel yeah. like that's yeah that's what's so it's about great. Vietnam just a I think the brutality of that yeah. time it's just yeah. a response and that's what people say was uh, all the horror uh, what is it horror porn torture porn yeah, like yeah. hostile and um, yeah, saw um, like Guantanamo Bay yeah uh, yeah and uh, so it's like a response to nine eleven that's what people say so that would make sense and I know a lot of apparently zombie movies always get big when there's like economic crisis because there's more homeless people running around you know yeah well like the zombie is all just like homeless phobia that's so funny man i i i actually started watching all the romero movies again because yeah. yeah i i mean i love those movies um, and, and dawn of the dead is uh, about consumer yeah consumerism because they're in a shopping mall surrounded by zombies yeah they're pretty like they're pretty punk rock movies like the romero movies because they're like independent movies mm-hmm. like i don't know that dario argento was like a producer on uh, on Dawn of the Dead, he like helped make it happen, which is so weird to think because Night of the Living Dead was a big cult movie. Like it had, I, I heard that he didn't have the rights to the movie, so it would just like kind of be hoard around. Like everyone would play it everywhere, so it's like a word of mouth thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's nuts, man. Yeah, I I love those movies, but uh, it's still the best uh, marketing a film can have is word of mouth. That's yeah, it becomes a big smash unless oh. it's like unless it's like a temple, a studio temple, but that. That age is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, I, but I, I think even pre-pandemic, I think that age was officially over with uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> that is one dead fucking flick. That is one soulless. <laughs> I've never seen a movie that was more just like 
completely bereft of any inspiration or passion. Yeah, it was, it's sad. sad. It was sad to see Star Wars like that. But I mean, in all honesty, you know, Star Wars was a thing. There were three movies back in the day. Two of them were good. One of them is like good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and David Lynch was uh, yeah, approached to do Return, to do Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Cronenberg, too. Wow. They wanted David Cronenberg. Well, because George Lucas was like, a, he was kind of a, he's a wild ideas guy. Yeah, and I think yeah. like what made those movies work is he had the balance of like people, like what made them all work, there's all those components and people don't realize that. People don't think too much about that. But like, yeah, I mean, that's the prequels is just Lucas kind of having free rain he's like yeah. much older it's a little different they, they have like character you know what i mean like even though they're awful no and, yeah there's uh, there, there's like there is definitely one man's like vision and and the, the scope of the stories is really interesting and the technology and everything they're downplayed and, too much i and, think yeah yeah especially visually where when they made the sequel trilogy they were like nothing nothing prequely at all we were gonna and to the point where they just like carbon copied the aesthetic like the technology, you know, the fake technology from those first three films to the point where they carbon copy that. Yeah. They're so terrified of taking any visual risk when really the visuals were the best part of the prequels because they looked awesome. Yeah. The, 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 he always had like fresh ideas for how things were going to look. Yeah. That wasn't the problem. The problem was he directed the film and wrote it. That was, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So they, yeah, they definitely overcorrected, even though I do like Force Awakens. I think it's got like good rhythm. You know, the uh, cast is great. Yeah. They shouldn't have done another Death Star. That was the bad move there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Last Jedi, I like it. I understand why people don't like it. Um, I, I like Ryan Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because he reminded me of George Lucas in a way. Because like, if you see some of his other movies, uh, they kind of take chances. Like there was that, uh, yeah. what was the movie Joseph Gordon-Levitt where it's like a detective? Looper. Yeah, or, or well, there's Looper. A one. But there was the one before that was like his indie movie and it was, and yeah. Looper too. It's, it's kind of, called, uh, I forget. It's not Hard Eight. It's called Brick. That's yeah, what Brick. It's called Brick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Brick was I never like saw a, Brick. It's a really unusual movie, and I was yeah. like, oh, I kind of like someone like that doing a Star Wars movie. And honestly, I like the only thing I don't like about that film is that he kind of like took the character of Luke. I'm totally down with Luke being like, I'm out. You know what I mean? Him yeah, being all yeah. grizzled and broken is more interesting. Yeah. And he finally finds his courage and gets back in the fight. I don't like that it's like, oh, he's, he's gone now. I like the hologram. I like all of that. I don't like that, like, well, he's dead now. Yeah. I, 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 as a fan, when I came out of that movie, I was disappointed that I didn't get to see him genuinely, like, kick ass, you know, yeah, as a fanboy. Yeah. I mean, I was like, but that's my own personal desire for the film. And as a film, it's good. So I can't impose my, my personal desires on this film to, like, judge its quality. But it turns out every other Star Wars fan... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was pissed about that. But more on scales that people really fucking hate that movie. And yeah. it's, it's it's not so bad. It's no. not that bad. I, I didn't mind them killing, like, what's his name? Schnook or Schmuck or Schmuck. Like, I didn't really care. Who, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, Schmuck. Yeah, Schmuck or Schmuck. What was the villain? Do you know the villain's Snow. name? <laughs> Snook. Oh, yeah, Snook. Snook. Yeah, Snook. Snook. Or Snook. Schmug, Schmagillicuddy. I don't know. Schmalorgalorg. I have no idea. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, I just wanted to see his. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the big thing about that, that's a great moment when he wastes him. And apparently, originally, the plot was that he was going to be 
plague the the women have stopped listening um yeah they're, they, they're gone um, yeah the plagueis that so in, in revenge of the sith this is the one category i have expert knowledge on and it's it's useless um so in revenge of the sith uh, he's like, did you ever hear of Darth Plagueis who knew how to cheat death? And he's like tempting him with this ability to cheat death. And the Snoke guy was supposed to be Plagueis, that he's like still alive. Oh, okay. You know I mean? Which would have been the coolest so rad. full yeah. circle, you know what I mean, tying all the whole trilogies together. Um, and then they killed him, and they still had an opportunity for him to come back and be like, I cheat death, I'm unkillable. And that would have made him a terrifying you know what I mean and I think they probably just didn't do it because it's too risky we need to bring in the emperor back I mean I like the dude that plays the emperor but he's not a character in that movie he chills in a cave and then they go and then <laughs> yeah. you know yeah yeah, yeah. really if, if they had just brought Snoke back and been like I'm Plagueis I can't be killed it'd be like holy fuck yeah this is I, insane I know the emperor thing was kind of a cop out like I wanted to see something different and in the opening yeah. call they're like he's back and it's like, what the, f if that had been like a half hour in and they really earned it and you're like, holy shit. And he shows yeah. up and he like wastes. Yeah. Just, Grand just, Moff, he kills Leia or something, anything, yeah. you know what I mean? Or he goes but, like casino and uh, that's one funny he scene. Goes to casino. The, the, you know, well, the, oh, the goes, yeah, it goes space casino. the space casino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes to uh <laughs> yeah. Circus circus. No, but that, uh, that scene in, uh, in goes to the Tangiers. <laughs> yeah. Over. No, I, um, that God, what's that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt like George Lucas directed that scene and um in the the Ryan Johnson one, the the the, the, the space casino. Yeah, the space I didn't, casino. I didn't mind that. I like that. Have you ever listened to that song? I want to fucking like rap over that or something. That fucking it is sick. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that uh just the instrumental track that they play in the space casino. You, yeah, you'll want to get your fuck onto that one. Oh man, it's damn. hot. It's, it's got like some sexy. Uh, rhythm some, to some, it. It's got some islandery stuff. Oh People shit! People were upset by the space casino. I didn't really. It just seemed like your standard, you know, most icely whatever. Yeah, yeah. Really bother. No, me. that didn't either. Free the, the real downer is that those space horses look so fucking stupid. <laughs> they were boring. Whereas George Lucas would have given them like a third eye and like a snake tongue. Yeah, they exactly six legs. You know what I mean? George Lucas always made shit look really really cool i mean look at the dude the bar the, the 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 cantina like everyone looks different there's like satan there's you know there's uh the dude with the big eyes uh what is yeah, in the, the band guys guy satan is in there yeah the, everyone's god that scene is so cool yeah the, the, there's there's something so uh fresh i love a new hope because it was kind of like they weren't sure that's all about the first film in any series. It's like yeah. anything can kind of happen. You know, you look at like early seasons of shows where they don't know what it is yet. Like yeah. Smithers being purple or whatever in the Simpsons. Like he was like, he had like, he was like purple in the first episode, I think, or blue. He's, he, like, he was blue? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Is that I just don't, a weird animation? Maybe it was a flop or a flub. But I think, I don't know. I think it was just one of those things where like, it, was, it, it is weird to look back at any show where it's like it takes like two or three years for them to figure out yeah what it is yeah and sometimes i i like kind of that like uh experimentation in the beginning and and especially horror movies when you have a first movie it's meant to be the only movie and that's the problem with anything now problem with 
you know, the abortion of the Skywalker or whatever. Abortion is, of yeah, the Skywalker. Don't, much, yeah. They, abortion they, of Skywalker. They don't have any, like, it's not like, let's, you know, when you do one film, you're like, this has got to be it. This is it. You know, yeah. look at Child's Play. I mean, that's a badass first film. Look at uh, any of those horror, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, yeah, all now, that stuff. Yeah, they think they're guaranteed or entitled to like, this is the first in a trilogy. You yeah, really I, can't. No. Even A New Hope, they set it up. This That whole thing, Secret History of Star Wars, you got to read it. Um, but he made that film to be close-ended because they, they destroyed the Death Star. They defeated the yeah. Empire, you know. Um, but when they got the sequel rights, you know what I mean, it, it was easy to imply that you know there's more going on but yeah it's it's better to i think the only film i'm cool with doing that is empire strikes back where they knew there was going to be a part three you know yeah yeah i mean that's a pretty great cliffhanger well yeah but i just don't now that every single film does it it's it's just not it's not so special no well, i think you especially know. with the marvel movies because they're like just wait until next time nick fury next time and- at the cinema <laughs> yeah next time it's just like christ give me one yeah give me one time yeah yeah I- give me give me one good fucking yeah i i believe a film should be self-contained yeah I mean, you're gonna get Jaws four or Jaws three D if you let that happen. But Jaws three D. <laughs> I wonder if they would ever reboot Jaws. For some, why has that never been rebooted? I I, I, I heard bet Spielberg just put his foot down and told them to fuck themselves. Well, I mean, they did the sequel, so there, there's a possibility to do that. But all bad. Yeah, we we did a whole episode on Jaws three D, and Richard Matheson, like the great sci-fi writer that wrote for Twilight Zone, he wrote the original screenplay, mm-hmm. and yeah, they totally. I mean, they took. The massive diarrhea on it, but like for Jaws three, for Jaws, yeah, Jaws three, <laughs> but yeah. like it, it uh, that movie is amazing. Uh, but yeah, there's amazingly shitty. Yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible. It's so, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. There's there's so much, uh, so much. Dennis Quaid, dude. yeah, Dennis Quaid, his little short shorts and his um, pit stains are pretty legendary. Yeah, that's in that what movie. sucks about like being a movie star is like. You really just hope, I hope they give me good lines. I hope they give me something. I hope they shoot me good. I hope they edit my performance well. You know what I mean? Your 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 life is in the hands of other people. Yeah, you you're mean? like the, the And you just be puppet. one bad movie and then the, the public, Christ, we got oh, wow. Jawas here. Jawas, oh we wow. We deserve that one. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a, <laughs> a little novelty movie cover of Jawas coming up to, I'm, I'm guessing to ravish this poor woman. On yeah, the surface. that's amazing. There's a there's a lot of uh, Jaws knockoffs. Uh, you know, Orca with uh, Richard Harris. There's a lot, and it's kind of amazing. Orca. Yeah, Orca. He's a he's he's even more deadly yeah. than Jaws. Shark Attack Three, Megalodon. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, sh- there's something about like Sharknado that makes me want to kill myself though, because those movies like they're like oh. This is really hilarious. It's just Sharknado. It doesn't have the same camp as like a those movie movies. That really believes in itself. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. that's my favorite. Deep yeah. Blue. Deep Blue. Horrible. Deep Blue Sea or <laughs> Deep Blue. What's what's Deep Blue? I know Deep Blue Sea. Is that like no, a, that, you're talking Deep Blue Sea? I think with Samuel Jackson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Oh. That's, that CG aged so fucking poorly. Yeah, I that that movie's pretty amazing. Michael Rappaport's in it as like a scientist. <laughs> It's an amazing cast, uh, yeah. but yeah, dude. So it, it's great to 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 have you on here. I I knew, you know, I knew it would be great to 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 talk to you and chill. And but yeah, there's seriously so much stuff we can get into. I mean, I I familiar. I heard somewhere. I heard you talked about on a podcast. And I think it was. Uh, 
you know, not to name drop or whatever, but it was another comedian mentioned you. And so you're, you're from Utah yeah. originally. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was curious about like, cause you do, you do hip hop, you can rap, you can, you can, you have some bars, you I, know, I have, I have some bars. Uh, unfortunately I mentioned that on kill Tony, uh, that was not a great time, but, um, I do, I've been working on some music, goo goo ganja. That's it's my incredible. Alias. I, I mean, the, the music is intended to be, uh, humorous, but at the same time, the music you know, we try to make the songs good, you know, musically. Yeah. I'll have to send you a couple of samples. Yeah, well, um, I sing for Dick Neptune in the microwave oven, so I completely understand where you're coming from, because I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that sounds great. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a musical history. I don't play an instrument. It's mainly vocals, and I found that for someone who doesn't play an instrument but also isn't the best singer in the world, hip-hop is the way to go. Yeah, but I rap it. You know, I try and like rap as like characters and stuff. It's 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 more I think dynamic genre than we give it credit for. It's not just like you know black black guys and then white guys that want to be black. It's, there's really a lot of uh, theater to it. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Well, like uh, I had a friend that was like, I I he had a very uh, very prudish like he was. V- very strong strongly opinionated and a lot of the stuff that he liked was that I, I thought was really quality stuff but for this is literally almost this is 20 years ago he was big into ICP and but he's like one of the most intellectual people I know like he's and he loved ICP and I usually associate him with the dude that would want to like you know wrestle me and you know whatever but I wasn't aware of like there's a lot of like clever I mean now they're kind of more I think respected now because like Vice or something has had a field day with them but like I kind of uh was really surprised like how like clever and uh f- like how much fun that they were you know like or, like all the because they have like a Willy Wonka album and stuff and it's like it's I mean I don't know yeah, how I'm great shit, it is but man. like I appreciate that they had fun with it you know like people yeah, don't yeah yeah they're it's more their fans I think that they're that, a turn that off are, that are pretty hateable just like trump he's a fun guy yeah, no he's uh, a fun guy <laughs> yeah, love his policies yeah his supporters you know it's a great um, human being uh, he's a, yeah he's a fantastic uh, human being yeah you think we'll uh get him out <laughs> oh man i don't know dude that that's one thing that's i'm kind of thankful that the show is is light you know th- there's enough catastrophe going on i had no idea i'd be doing a nostalgic podcast but uh yeah that's w- one thing i'm sort of thankful for because Fuck man, there's enough stuff going on. Which which brings me to my question here. You grew up in Utah. Did you yeah. have a theme park that you'd go to as a kid? Was what was Yeah, Lagoon. 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 Yeah, that's the big theme park in Utah. So I'm it's assuming not a, bad. it's a water park or something? There's a water section for sure. Oh. It started as a water park and there's definitely the, the Laguna, they call it the Laguna Beach. Oh you nice. Go and you swim and you go on slides. But there's there's a lot of uh roller coasters and so forth. It's pretty awesome. Where where was that in Utah? It was like north of Salt Lake. Okay. I think it was a place called like Farmington. Uh-huh. It was, uh, yeah, it was a strange and freakish uh, place. I love, yeah, because you, you mentioned the dreams, yeah? Yeah. Were, weren't we supposed to talk about dreams that we have? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Is there any, is, is there any dreams that you uh, have with uh, theme parks? Is there something that you would like to see as a theme park? Um, as far as, I, I just meant like I have, the, I, my recurring dreams, I dream about 
theme parks constantly. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's like one in five dreams. I'm at a theme park. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what what theme parks? Are there any notable ones? Are they just kind of all weird. fictitious? Uh, yeah, just weird. I think it's just like the blend. I think it's because it's such an idyllic day when you're at a theme park. Yeah. It really is like just fun. Yes. You know, uh, it's, but it's also, I think it digs in your subconscious because the rides are so like, you're going to die. You know what I mean? They really make you, your, your animal senses think that you're going to die. Or you're going to be decapitated. And I think that that experience of like cheating death, I think sticks with you. That's probably why I dream about theme parks a lot. Oh yeah, there's got to be some subconscious. Uh, What's going on? We we got our someone's pulling up. Is a fun place. The dream may be pointing to your. Oh, we've got a dream interpreter here, okay. Lucifer. <laughs> Thank James you, sir. Demon. Uh, amusement park is a fun dream. Uh, so basically, I need to relax. I do need to do that. Um, so you're not meditating park, enough. You suggest a leisure activity. I am. I'm very. It's 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 leisurely. It's entertaining. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's the beauty of it. You know, you can go there and just like, hey, I'm gonna have a churro. You know, I'm not gonna think about yeah. uh, starvation or you know what I'm where my next paycheck is coming from. I'm gonna have a churro. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm gonna let yeah. loose. You know, I'm gonna it's nice. Yeah, and there's the family element. We're out with the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's or, mirth. It's pure fucking mirth. Going up to the amusement park. It's, yeah, I like to describe it as like walking through uh, like cotton candy clouds. You know, um, yeah, yeah. It really is like a, and that's the thing. Some people they, you know, unfortunately like don't have an experience like because i grew up in southern california so disneyland was not it's not uncommon to go there it's not you know all the time thing but we would go as kids and especially as a child with you know fucking add and an imagination it was yeah. it was perfect you know it was perfect for me so there's like rose colored kind of like glasses that i can look at it through you know even if it's it's uh it's uh yeah it's so many things like uh but i think anyone with an imagination can appreciate sort of being able to let go of reality you know yeah, yeah, um which is why i go and i just you know beat up children and um wait what pay, no, no no i'm just kidding no no, no. i uh, i don't know what's going with that riff but uh yeah I no I, I like children i understand the dislike of children no i, I yeah i it's tough i know it's weird for me to i like children it's hard for a grown man to say that he likes children <laughs> no i do too. i like children <laughs> yeah i'm raising a, a, a kid that's not uh necessarily mine no 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 but my cousin's kid but she's not really around right now so we're kind of taking uh Uh, care of him but like it does make you appreciate i mean it does make you appreciate just everything like thinking about like his time doing anything it's like the first time doing it you know like Mm -hmm. and it's kind of uh beautiful in a way not to sound like a fucking Dorcas no, Malorcas you're, here, you're but get your ass kicked. Yeah, sentimental about children. Not in here. Beat your ass. <laughs> but yeah, you fucking talk about beauty again. I'll fucking give you a bloody nose. Oh lord. Uh, no, I, I don't it's want gay. no harm. No, I'm kidding. No, but it's. Uh, but yeah, like so. You went to. Uh, you would go to Lagoon. Was there any like notable rides that kind of stuck out to you? Um, there was this one called. What was it called? The Dragon. The the. Uh, 
Colossus. That's what it was called. Oh, it was okay. Just a gnarly fucking dead drop. You know, and yeah. Dead drop, and you do the two loops. Um, and uh, then there was the white roller coaster. They have a similar one, I think. At uh, was it Knott's Berry Farm? Probably. Yeah. And it's yeah. like really, really. It's old as fuck, and it's you know it's painted white, and it feels like it's going to collapse at any moment. Oh yeah, I think that's uh, Six Flags. Six Flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Knott's Berry Farm also had one called like the Haunted or the They have Ghost Del- Rider. The yeah, Ghost yeah. Rider, which and it's is sick. Yeah. Wooden roller coaster. And it is it is actually a ride that I feel like I am gonna die on because it's so fucking yeah. raw like it's a it's a very uh, verse, uh, visceral kind of violent ride like i need to call larry h parker immediately uh yeah, yeah, every time whiplash but there is something about that where it's like this kind of uninhibited like this is dangerous i'm gonna take a chance because there is a very small chance that maybe the wood will <laughs> choose that day to give out you know and from doing this pod, I've found out that that does give out, and it does happen. Sometimes there isn't maintenance uh, on some of these rides. And, and they, yeah, and they can, are killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have a, a segment uh, called <laughs> Theme Park Deaths, Myth or Fact. And, you know, talking about uh, children getting decapitated was funny for so long. Uh, it was yeah, got yeah. a little, little uh, morbid, but, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's... Uh yeah, that's always a nice wake-up call. It's a the meaningless death of a child. Yeah, it's a, it's a great way to start your day. Yeah, no. Um, what 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 are some of the highlights of uh, these uh, these these deaths? Um, well, there was one where a guy had lost his hat on uh, Batman in Six Flags in Atlanta. And his hat fell off, so he went to retrieve his hat, and he jumped over a series of fences that tell you, no, human being, should you know, get the fuck away, don't come here. And yeah, he jumped yeah. over these fences and got his head kicked clear off by someone riding the ride like a football. Someone kicked his fucking head <laughs> off. And so it is ridiculous. Their leg broke, right? Probably shattered yeah, their leg. Like how horrifying. I mean, it's so silly though. Like the, just the thought, it just sounds, you know, like it'd be on. Yeah. Like that's a, a horror movie right there. Yeah. 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 The, I always thought that. Damn. Yeah. Like you killing somebody, but like it wasn't, it's not you that did it, but you're the, your foot is like, that is, that is so horrifying. Um, yeah, there was some girl that like didn't break her jet ski in time and wasted both her parents. Oh my lord! Because yeah, they stopped and she was still gunning it. Wouldn't that be weird to wake up and you're like, yeah, well, you killed him. Yeah. Well, there's Run, a Papa. yeah, there's a bad story that my I found out this kid I went to school with. Uh, his dad dressed up as Santa Claus and uh, had a little mishap in the chimney and died. Uh, yeah, as Santa Claus. What a way to find out uh, that your dad died and that Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty I, brutal. I would, I would still lie to the kid and be like, Santa was real. He's gone now. <laughs> yeah, your father left you. <laughs> yeah, no, I. It's that's just traumatizing, man. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I enjoyed yeah, yeah. the escapism. Um, you know, Salvador Dali uh, said that uh, Disneyland was perfection, and and I totally get that because it's like it's a surreal. Yeah, place, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. Have you gone in uh, to any of the theme parks while you've been out here? Um, I went to Disneyland for like senior trek. Oh. oh yeah, I went to Universal Studios. My buddy worked at the movie theater there, so he got oh, okay. tickets. So we went and. 
we blazed it up a bit and we went on we went on the Harry Potter ride and oh, it's nice. very it was honestly one thing I remembered about it was like the rides are super fun but they're very like infantilizing because they have all these videos that talk at you when yeah. you're in the line that remind you that this is an activity for children because the, the actor will be like remember you're 12 years old and I love you and you're just like fuck yeah. Just, yeah and it's fun that Transformers ride was dope oh yeah the mummy was sick. Yes. Um, the Harry Potter one w- was fun, except for like when you have to watch these poor actors being like, come on this way. <laughs> They're like fucking 35. Come on this way. <laughs> yeah. We've got to stop the Dementors. Yeah. yeah. Like, you poor son of a bitch. I hope they paid you well for lending your likeness to them. But then you think about it, it's for the children. And yeah, I, the, 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 I think that's why. The, the, I don't know anything, any horror involving children is so difficult to oh, handle yeah. because we've, we've tried so hard to like, uh, curate a pleasant experience for yeah. children and the thought of that being like punctured or breached and then being actually exposed to what the world actually is, yeah. is, uh, is tricky. But I that's know pretty much anywhere outside of the first world. It's, it's. That's just a day in the life. No, totally. Yeah, <laughs> like I know in other countries they're used to like bombs, and it's it's a it's yeah, a normal yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, the, but but the fact that we have the luxury to be able to do that here is something that I get. I get why people want to honor that, you know, and have kids be safe and they give them a good environment. Yeah. I, you know, and cause we can, you know, but I, it's difficult sometimes. And it's funny. Cause when I started the show, the first episode, my first like riff is, uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy to start this fucking podcast, but it's perfect. <laughs> but I was going on about how I would never want anything like nine 11 to happen at a theme park. You know, because like it's especially Disneyland. It's just such a happy place. Like, why? I I would hope that that would happen at like you know some like a like a dog fighting rink, like the the headquarters. You know, like maybe those guys would be deserving of an eleveny type thing, but not a theme park. We'll keep the nine eleveny type things for yeah yeah. Keep it for the giant financial building where it happened. Yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> Take that capitalism. <laughs> no, I, I, so you've been to Disneyland, uh, for senior, uh, trek. Did, did you go to, uh, was it very Mormon where you grew up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hugely. It was like 90%, you know, Mormon. I grew up Mormon. Yeah. I was Mormon. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, I got a, you know, oodles of info about that. If you want the dirt. Yeah, that's always that's always very fascinating. Uh, I yeah, it's it was an interesting way to grow up. Definitely. I mean, I'm glad. I think it gave me perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you really learn to be more Men? accepting no. of other points yeah. of view because you've had to try so many on. Yeah. Um, and the one that you're introduced to, to your first point of view as a kid, it turns out to be totally batshit to like your average person, you know? Yeah. I actually, uh, I was very, uh, blown away by some of these. I, I'm going to pull this up real quick, but I, I looked it up cause I, I knew you're from Utah, but there was like, there was gangs in Utah and I, you know, I knew <laughs> hip hop, but people like to clown on Utah because of the Mormons. But did you know, like some tough kids, was there like some, was there gangsters like where you lived? Or was there like- it's more like Ogden. Ogden okay. was known for having like 
gangs and stuff and i guess a little bit of salt lake but no this was like farm town okay yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah nephi utah population like five thousand. oh wow thousand. so really really small everyone yeah, knew each other shit. yeah yeah it was a real uh it was interesting man so i i uh i looked this up though and i thought this was fascinating but it was 10 of the strangest laws in um in in utah and I want to know if you if you knew, were familiar with any of these, but uh, <laughs> I guess okay. One of them is it's illegal to not drink low quality milk. That's a law. Didn't hear that one. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's very much adhered to. I, I think we drink the highest quality milk in Utah. Okay. <laughs> and then okay, it, it is against the law to fish with a crossbow. Have you ever had that happen where you were going to fish with a crossbow and it was? Stop. I think that's probably still illegal because hunting is still big there. So I think if someone was packing a crossbow on the lake, they probably would get sighted by the the park ranger. So you gotta you gotta hone your Robin Hood somewhere yeah, else, yeah. I guess. I steal from the rich and give to the poor. I yeah. kill sea bass and feed them. <laughs> Just throw the dead fish at their feet, you know. <laughs> oh wow! It is illegal to cause a catastrophe. Uh, go figure. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, that's pretty universal, right? Yeah, I don't think that that that's not that, a that, that bummed me out because I was going to to blow up my school oh. and I had the the pipe bombs ready and I had them all packed up and then I someone was like, "Didn't you know it's illegal <laughs> to cause this?" And I and I said, "You know, I'm a man of the law. I uphold the law, so I shut the pipe bombs down." And it kind of went about my business, but it was very disappointing. Those <sighs> those those dinosaurs. In yeah, Utah, the the freakish laws they've written. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Can really cramp your style. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I guess. Uh, oh wow, individuals may not possess beer uh, in containers larger than two liters. Yeah, no kegs. Okay, so kegs oh, really a thing there. So BYU, there's no there's no keggery. No, no, especially BYU. BYU is psychotic. That's where my parents met. That's like the Mormon university where they make sure you're practicing and. Other colleges you can drink, you know, but yeah, no, uh, I'm sure there's a closet keggery at BYU. There's plenty of people that went there because their parents would pay for their education if they went, they went there. To this, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a weird, yeah. That was the one college I didn't apply to. There was no way I was going to fucking because I was pretty freshly done being Mormon. Yeah, school. yeah, and yeah, I wasn't going to no fucking BYU. That's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, that's good. Because then you could keg somewhere if you wanted to. But uh, cyclists must keep at least one hand on the handlebars. Um, I imagine. Yeah, that makes sense as a law. Um, yeah, I actually saw a man was lynched uh, when I was a boy for not having both hands. He was a circus performer. And Jesus. And took him out and... They strung him up. I'm kidding. That that didn't happen. Boy, no, I I, I believe it. For some reason, I picture like a Cyrano de Vergiac nose being hung up. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, okay, husbands are responsible for the criminal acts that wives commit in their presence. <laughs> <laughs> so if your wife fucks up, you fuck up too. Um, yeah, that's a real Adam and Eve type deal. Um, that's kind of progressive, isn't it? That you're, if, you're, if, you're, if your property commits a crime, you've also if you're property. committed a crime. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, that's, um, I, don't, I don't know how much that gets brought up in the court of law. It's possible. 
Yeah, I think those are I mean, all laws in uh, Missouri. It would, like up till the early '90s, you could still kill a Mormon legally. Wow. They passed like open season on Mormons to get them the fuck out to just go and start wasting them. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny, man. That's interesting. All that stuff is is crazy. There's actually kind of a Mormon population where I live because we have a an LDS in the community. So there was there was a lot of Mormon people I knew for uh, for California. And good old Chino Hills, but it's kind of a different community. It's like a old dairy, like people were murdered there in the eighties. You know, there's a, murder town. <laughs> yeah. Now now it's famous for the Ball Brothers uh, and uh, Pal- they're like these basket this basketball family and their boisterous dad. They've become like celebrities, but it's like three brothers that are all in the NBA. Well, except one of them. He's the least talented. He got busted for stealing in China. And there was actually a big old thing with Trump and the dad. They got into it. But, uh, yeah, one of the kids. Trump and the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they pardoned. He got the kid pardoned because he's in a Chinese jail for stealing, like a dumb fuck, like when he was there with his his, uh, UCLA team. Yeah, and so he stole and went to jail. And Trump actually pardoned, got him out. Or whatever, and then uh, yeah, and then I guess the dad he said didn't thank him enough for something, and the dad is a very outspoken, like character. He's basically Trump, so they both were going at it. You know, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Trump but, said they were ungrateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go figure. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's nuts. I, I don't know. I. And there's that kid in North Korea who stole a poster, so they tortured him to death. Yeah, yeah. What it, didn't he come out blind or something? Like they, a, they let him out, and he died shortly after. They oh, they fuck. they fucked him up. I don't, if I was in North Korea, I would not try any. I would not. I would not be North Korea. I don't know. Would you ever go to North Korea if you no, had a chance? No, 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 absolutely not. Not not when you can be tortured. You know, yeah, tortured to death for. Yeah, that's vandalizing something, you know. No, man, that's that's brutal. I uh I don't know, man. I, I wanted to see what um I don't know. Th- this show gets really uh it's very lighthearted. You know, we talk about death and children and uh being blown up or whatever. <laughs> we get to some dark uh, uh yeah, yeah. spots, but You got to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes the light lighter, you know? It's, there's a contrast there, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you need to have at least one traumatic experience a day. Exactly. Really have a laugh. Yeah. 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 Uh, But uh, if you could like, if you could have one ideal like theme park ride that would make you happy, what would that be? (sighs) Probably ride through a prison. Yeah. The 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 coaster rides through a prison. That is amazing. Mates are like, I want you know, they want my twinkish form. They reach for it, (laughs) but they can't. I'm just out of reach. Wow. I think yeah, a roller coaster that rode through a prison. That's so good. Yeah. Hey, boy. Yeah, just them yelling yeah, yeah, at you. Hey, boy. It's like yeah. House. They like fling cum. The wide power prison game just <laughs> coming on you. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> dude, I'm all for it. That's beautiful. That sounds of the Lambs ride where a, a robot comes out and goes, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love that. No, that's great, man. I. Yeah, this has been, it's fun to, to sit down and talk with you. I love this. It's kind of a mechanism for me to be able to talk to some some, some peeps and, yeah, you know. Yeah, I hope it's um, editable. We went in a lot of, uh, lot of, lot of different lot directions. A lot of directions, yeah. But that's all right. That's, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't ever, yeah, don't ever bring up Star Wars around me. It'll be hours <laughs> before I stop talking about it. Well, I, you know, Star Wars does have a lot to do with theme parks now. Uh, yeah. 
Did you have you seen any of the Galaxy's Edge stuff? I haven't. I yeah, haven't. It's, it's kind of tough for me to. I don't know, trying to make Star Wars like a mainstream thing and not kind of nerdy. And it is mainstream because it's like a smash hit, but it's still like just the dorkiest shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So to like make it like this this wholesale like mainstream, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the rides are great. I want to go on them, but I don't know. I'm a little embarrassed by it. I'm more into like the filmmaking side. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I like to obsess over. Well, if you do, if you do go as someone who enjoys theme parks, uh, it is some of the most like impressive, uh, yeah, like the, uh, they're not open now, I presume. No, no, not yet. Well, in, on, uh, on the, on the, uh, East coast at, uh, Disney world, it's open of course, but yeah, in Florida, oh, yeah. but, uh, it is like some of the most immersive experiences at a theme park. Like they did a great job at like really putting you there. And it, I mean, it's a bummer because, my brother is like a big, he's a contrarian a lot, but he's like, and, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of great ideas that can come from someone that is like, no, this could be different or better. And, yeah. uh, he, you know, he was talking about how he wished that there was more like in person, like more robots interacting with you and more like interaction that way. Yeah. But there, there is that though. It's just, uh, and what, more what stuff. Is, what happens on the ride? Well, do? there's, there's two rides. There's a, a millennium Falcon ride which um is you go on the falcon you go on the falcon and That's you're sick. yeah it's that one's baby horny for falcon yeah yeah and you get you get to you get your uh when you get in line they they uh, give you what your occupation is while on the ship like you're a gunner you're a uh a pilot or you're you know whatever uh, i forgot the other the lame one but yeah you want to shoot guns and you want to fly the fucking thing engineer that's what it is but yeah either way it's funny because i've seen so many people like give themselves crap because there's a point where it it like you end your mission and it's always like uh it never ends like it's never uh, uh what you were set up to do like it always feels like it just gets cut short yeah. and so people are always like beating themselves up like oh i could have done this but this is i think yeah, don't, it's, don't get in your head about the star wars yeah ride I mean, yeah yeah i think you got bigger fish to fry <laughs> yeah exactly but it is god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but there's there's a beautiful like uh, animatronic um like rasta alien guy i guess <laughs> i don't know what his name is but he was in um he was in the uh clone wars show and he's like a he's like a uh, pirate rasta? yeah star wars always has especially the prequels they're like these if you didn't notice these aliens are japanese <laughs> yeah jar jar binks is a jamaican <laughs> yeah they're, they're kind of on the nose with uh whatever they're imitating but, which is what was he like come on the man yeah yeah oh. yeah come on man get on the ride but it's actually really impressive because he moves so fluidly and it's like yeah. so amazing. I literally thought it was an actor because wow. you walk into this room and then he's like, hey man, your goal on the mission is to get me the space coin or whatever. And he's like, but it's nuts because he's at least so... have a black guy playing him? Uh, I I think it's the guy just Winnie the Pooh's voice. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. He got Dude. me too'd. Yeah, yeah, he got like slightly me too'd by Jezebel. He, or told, he, told his, uh, he told his children, daddy has a right to touch mommy's breasts because he paid for them. Yeah. Yeah, there's all these crazy. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Major cream. Yeah, yeah. Jim Cummings, I think his name. But yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's also a uh, another ride. There's the um, Rise of the Resistance, which is really impressive. It's like a you're like going around on a cart and getting shot at. Right? Yeah, 
But there's 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 different. Uh, get me a, some roadhead on that one. Oh yeah, man. No, I feel real good. Yeah, there's a it's a trackless ride, so it can move. It's it's the first of its kind. It's also the longest ride. It's like 20 minutes, so it's nuts. It's definitely worth the, the experience. But it was crazy. I went on right before it closed. It only been open for a few months in in California. And so, yeah, it was, Where it was, it's at Disneyland, right? Yeah. And, and Disney world, but, uh, the, they're almost identical. Uh, but there is a store, there's a few stores and there's this guy who's like a bookkeeper, but he's an alien and I don't know what species it is. I don't know if he's a, you know, Jamaican, I have no idea, but he like is, he's pretty amazing. Cause like he, uh, you'll see him on a computer and he's just typing and then like he blinks and all the movements are so great and i love that because disney they've always been up with like the dark rides like the rides of stories and stuff and i always appreciated that uh because other theme parks might not have the money to but like universal does a lot of 3d shit what's kind of lazy it's just like oh here's a screen and it's just not i, I appreciate the uh, animatronics but they're pretty fucking yeah they got nuts. a narrative yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so but it's it's fun i mean yeah we'll we'll probably uh you know, hopefully uh, go when when uh, the world is. Uh, yeah, well, take take me. Yeah, I love to, man. Take yeah, me we'll go. A little date, you know. Yeah, take me on the Star Wars. <laughs> I'm on, down, man. man. Yeah, well, it's been fun, man. Yeah. I, where can people uh, find you on social media, Mister? Uh, Campy Jackie on Instagram and Cam Jackie on YouTube. That's where most of the films are getting put out. Uh, nice. Yeah, and I'm uh, trying to keep it pretty steady. There's an avalanche of uh, content on the way. Yeah, you do great sketches, man. I love oh, I love all that stuff. Make, I just want to shower you with compliments, but please, it's all don't stop. No, please, <laughs> no, but uh, compliments. I I'll, I won't. And uh, guys, <laughs> definitely check them out and uh, be careful out there. Life is a ride. Well, you guys are corona free, yeah. Yeah, everyone out there. Baby got tested uh, on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Wednesday. Yeah, I work in the public, so I'm always uh, always getting tested. Uh, I do have um, HIV, so oh, yeah, nice. you're good. Well, as long as you don't try and uh, bugger me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, beautiful. Yeah, this has been awesome. Yeah, it was fun. I'm uh, going to... How do I sign off? Tune into Camp Jackie now. Well, we'll all say uh, goodbye on one, two, three. Goodbye. goodbye. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview with me and Jackson Banks. I know I did. <laughs> well, here's a sneak peek at what's going on uh, on the Patreon of Robert Land, where you can find exclusive episodes like this one. I had a great time with comedian uh, Annie Flag. A really fun episode, um, and we talk a lot about a theme park that means a lot to me, Castle Park, um, and uh, we had a great time. So here's some of that episode, which you can check out this weekend on the Robert Land Patreon. Enjoy. That is crazy, though, like getting the job and you enjoyed it, because mm-hmm. like when you when I think about theme parks or like things I did as a kid... I like always thought about, oh, it'd be great to work at this. I'd love to work at KB Toys. I could I could be with toys all day. It'd be cool. Right. But then you don't realize like it's still a job. So I always worry like, oh, would that kill the magic? Yeah. You know, but did it did it ruin the fun for Castle I, Park for you? No, like I had no. I had definitely been going there since I was a kid and then um working there. It was really fun. And like learning it felt really good to like know how the rides were being operated and then 
it sounds so, it, this sounds like bullshit, but really seeing the joy on these kids' faces. Well, like, no, was really like cool. I mean, it's funny <laughs> to say. So cliche, but no, it's but true, it was really yeah, it was a really really cool experience, and yeah. just like, and when you see like the little kids like you know running around and they're just smiling, and you're you're you know surrounded yeah. by all these teenagers that hate it because they've been there too long. But yeah, that's funny. I, I really still liked it even after I left. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, I'm always curious, though, because of a place like that, like, it's like a a neighborhood kind of like staple. Um, Is there like stories of like, is there crazy stories like at Castle Park? Is there like accidents you heard about or like fights or like? Um, No, like there (laughs) Do like anyone get like, their balls cut off on a ride or like I don't know? Did anyone? No, no, no. We had there's like a really like stringent like process with OSHA. Oh, okay. And then yeah, we yeah, called yeah. it um, when you're certified on a ride, it's called DOSH certified, so it's Department of Safety and Health. And they would come out, so you would have like you would train with someone who is a trainer on the ride, which means they've been working the ride for a long time and have had um, you know experience. And then um, you have to take a test, and then it was like this whole process to be and before um like at the beginning of each day the mechanic has to go around and check uh, their reds also and then there's a checklist that the ride operator does when they get there okay. so it's like this whole thing i'm yeah. sure that there were like accidents but like not in my time and not that i can remember yeah yeah i mean stuff um, happens i i I, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to like, yeah, shit on uh, Castle Park. Like, oh, I'm no, trying to no. get the scoop here. <laughs> this is going to expose the no. dangers of Castle Park. You know, because that can happen anywhere. Disneyland, people have gotten their oh, head cut yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And they don't declare. It's so funny because Disney doesn't want to declare like death on Disney property or accidents. Like they, they try to cover that up because uh, yeah. it doesn't look good. But like, yeah, the, the, the one that kills me is at Thunder Mountain in uh, Disneyland. There's a guy that got his head cut off on one of the rides. <laughs> and I was like, they can't really not declare that dead. You know, it's not like his head could be like, hey, get me to the dock fast. You know, like <laughs> someone, yeah, like, just yeah. Just sew it back on. He, yeah, nothing to see here, guys. He's just got a bad headache, kids. And then they like put his head on his body. Yeah.
Just you can't just leave.